0: Welcome to Vineyard Sixty One's weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by this week's speaker. For previous messages, go to our website vineyard61.org or subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. Great. So, last uh, last Sunday, Steve. Uh, started this new series about seven uh, statements that uh, Jesus did, I am statements that Jesus did in the Gospel of John. Uh, Steve did a kind of introduction, which I really recommend you to to listen to it. We have it in our website. We have podcasts, uh, and they're really good. So uh, he, he kind of uh, kick off the series and, and, and talk about, uh, about uh, these seven statements that, that Jesus uh, yeah done in the, in the book of John. I will start with the first one, which is, I'm the bread of life. And um, I would recommend you, uh, we, we don't have too much time, I would love to read the whole uh, chapter 6 of John but we don't have time unfortunately but i would recommend you to read the whole chapter to have a like a, the whole understanding of what is happening okay um i will just make like a quick context uh at the beginning of the of the of John 6 uh, jesus is once again doing his thing on the streets uh, Spraying the miracles and everything. And it was uh, Passover at that point. Passover is one of the two most important festivals that the Jews have. And so there were many people. And of course, Jesus was already famous. So there were many people that want to be near Jesus. They were hearing about his miracles. So near the Galilee Sea. There was the big crowd, five thousand people they were there, and Andrew and Philip come to Jesus and say, "Hey, uh, we have all these people here. Um, we need to feed them, uh, but we we don 't have food enough for everyone. I think you heard the story um, what what the others see as a problem always Jesus will bring a solution and and quickly Jesus, there was this kid with a few breads loads and, and free fish, I think. And so Jesus took that, he prayed, and you, I think you know the story, the fish multiplied, uh, the bread multiplied, and everybody was able to eat, and they were all full. And, and, and after that, uh, Jesus, uh, in general, do well, after being with crowds and after being with people, he will look to be with intimacy with God, so Jesus went away, went went out there on his way to Capernaum, and because he was looking for intimacy, what what he was doing when he wasn't with people, he wanted to be with the Father connected, just to be at His will. Okay, what what Father? What is the next step? Connected all the time, and then if if we go through John, we will see that that the disciples they took a boat to cross the river trying to follow Jesus and there's a big this uh storm starts to, to to make them feel a bit worried but and and then they see Jesus like walking on water coming through them to calm the boat. They were very afraid that's part of what has been happening. And but we will move through that and I will ask now uh, Hazel if you can come. And Hazel will be reading from John twenty five to forty
1: morning everybody. Um, when they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? And Jesus answered, very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to internal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the work God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do thy will, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who has sent me. And this is the will of him who has sent me that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Hazel. Wow. Wow. So every time that I read about Jesus and when he, he comes with this first statement, it's a, I was reading and I was saying, yes! It's a, I really enjoy him when he's quite direct and he says what he wants to say. And, and for me, it's like, a, yes, yes, that's what we need, you know. And um, just, um, we're, we're going to be around this text, and there's a few interesting things to share. And the first one is, uh, next, next one, please yeah so uh in what was happening as part of the crowd that was with jesus when 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 he multiplied the bread decided to continue following him they were they were they were uh interested in continues being near him they see that he has powers they didn't believe him as the son of God but they were. So they tried to follow him. They couldn't find him until they go to Capernaum and they find Jesus there. And, and, and they start saying, hey, we've been looking for you. And Jesus, you know how it's Jesus. He, he, he doesn't like runabouts. He's quite direct when he wants to talk. And he direct tells them what they were thinking and what they were feeling. So right directly he proves his authority and tells them, okay, you're not here because you're believing me and in who I am. You are here because I just feed you and you want you and you want me to feed you again. That was the intention of of, of, of these people. And to be honest for them, for the Jews, it was quite a revolution what was happening and sometimes I try to empathize with them and say, okay, it was hard for them. They come for the old testament, all these traditions, all these things, and Jesus come and change and he thinks different and he comes with with these new words and revelations. So they have doubt I cannot empathize in, in in part with them. But and sometimes also to be honest, if if we put it in our life, sometimes we miss the approach. Sometimes we think in the benefits that we will have if we follow God instead of thinking what is the essential for him, which is to look at him, to, to believe in him, and to believe in in this case in who is Jesus as the son. So um, so if, if, if we move on, if we move on with, uh, with, with what is in the next slide, so then they ask him, what, what should we do? What what should we do? What, what what you require? What we require to do. Why they ask that? Because the Jews they were always doing things to have God approval in the old testament. They have to do sacrifice. They they think that they have to do things, that they have to behave well. It was all about rules and, and Jesus is just saying something super simple here. He's just saying to believe in the one he has sent. Jesus was uh, at at the beginning. He's trying to make them like, "Can you react? Don't don't you know who I am? Don't you understand? You have seen what I've been doing. Don't don't you?" He's trying to to simply, "What what what? You just need to believe in me and." Again in a life and in, in in my life I would say I'm a film producer I work part time part time as a pastor and part time as a film producer and as a film producer I'm self employed and as a self employed um, many days I wake up and I have like because I need to generate my work I wake up and I just okay I have to do this thing I have to do this thing I have to send these emails I have to look for a new client oh I have to look for new ideas uh, is I have to I have to I have to I have to and I, and, and and I sometimes I keep doing that mistake and and there's a moment that I said no actually yeah I have to be responsible I I have to wake up early I have to do my part of the job but this is but I cannot be worried about that what I need to be worried is what Jesus is saying to these people to I just need to believe in God that He's my Creator. I just need to believe that He sent Jesus and He saved me. I just need to dedicate some time. And my whole my whole morning is different when I understand that. And it's difficult. It's difficult sometimes for us. It's easy to to be like them. It's easy to be like them and to and to get involved in the in this pressure that we have because we have to pay bills we have to and we 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 lose the basics sometimes next next slide please so this q and a continues between jesus and 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 this crowd and and they ask him uh how how are we going to, are we going to see a sign are you going to show us uh give us a sign do any kind of miracle and they mention something that happened in in, in Exodus. He talks about the ancestors when God, God sent the manna from from, from heaven. Um, can you put Exodus? In Exodus he says, uh, when the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you and that's what that something did when they were in the desert so these people were saying okay uh, which is the song that you're going to send in?" can we come back to the other one thank you so uh and and and, and jesus clearly uh, is like come on uh, you just don 't get it and but you can see Jesus is trying to be patient and his character is beautiful and he tries to be detailed and put examples or try to uh, explain to them that it was him that they need to focus and it's really it 's really easy it 's kind of unbelievable that they were asking for more signs right. Uh, Uh, in in, in the morning earlier he just multiplied the bread it was right there the miracle was right there and not only that he's been doing miracles healing people people coming from death uh, different kinds of miracles that they were seeing but they were still could not understand what was happening they could not even understand that their Messiah that is being announced in the Old Testament was right there right in front of of him They, they just couldn't see it so uh sometimes when we talk about miracles we we uh we forget about the miracles that God do in our life. We live in this fast life and we we forget the miracles and the things that God is doing around us and we doubt again or we start to see the point. It it happened to me that 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 I just I just get stuck in something because it's not happening and then ask him for for this time to God and again the only thing that I that that I need to do is to focus on relate with the father and waiting him and believe that 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 Jesus is my savior and but we keep sometimes uh, forgetting about the miracles that happen in our life i I, I want to believe you all said that they were Christians you were Christians here I want to believe that at least you have two or three miracles in your life, something that God has done? Will you agree? Will you agree? With that? So do we use these miracles to improve our faith, to believe? Or we need constantly depend of new miracles to renew our relationship with God? Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and, and gives life to the world. And then Jesus declared, this is the yes part. This is the, the, the part where, okay, it's enough with this Q&A. I will just go for it, you know? I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still do not believe in me. So the big problem here is that they didn't recognize him as the son of God, as Jesus, as the Messiah that is being announced. And this statement is... Uh, uh, I find a phenomenal statement. This is an, an amazing statement. With first, uh, it's interesting to analyze that he did the miracle with the bread at the beginning, but he's talking about an, another bread, a more essential bread. We generally focus on the physical bread. We all do. We all do. We wake up and we need to work, and we're, uh, we're depending on, on, on the physical bread that we want to receive to live to live just another day, to live just another month. The bills that we pay, the, the money that we need, all, all that we need just to continue with our life. But Jesus is all the time trying to make a difference between the physical bread and the spiritual bread who was Him. The one who the manna that, that the bread that, that God sent um, to to the Jews in uh, when they were exiled from Egypt And now God is doing the same, but he's sending Jesus. He is the bread. This is the only thing that they need to worry about. It was difficult for him to understand. And Jesus talks about this bread that he talks about eternal life. So the physical bread is a bread that we can eat, but we need to eat it tomorrow, right? So we had breakfast, and now we're thinking about lunch, and then we'll think about dinner. But this the spiritual bread that, that Jesus is offering is not only, is not only for now, it's for to, to find the eternal life. And that's the whole thing. What he was offering, it was much more that, that they could understand in that moment. And it's something that we need to remember in our lives. We need to put a limit when, when we're worried about how, what I'm going to eat tomorrow. What I'm going to have tomorrow, and we need to always be sure to put the spiritual bread over the physical bread. If we have the spiritual bread over the physical bread, I would say we're we're good, we're covered. And 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 I think it's it's really good. We it's, it's re- God wants to give us things, it's fine, but we need to have the right order. We need to find which are our priorities. They need to be right. And in a fast um, uh, city like London, you know, where there is a lot of pressure, you know, it's an expensive city to live, you know, and there's a lot of activities and things and lots of distractions, like every big city, right? And it's fine. It's fine while we understand what is the main thing. And that's something that we need to keep every time that we start a day. It's something that I need to work every day. I need to understand that I'm not here, God, because of the benefits that you gave me. The benefits are a consequence because I worship you, because I want to have intimacy with you, I want to hear with you, and I accept Jesus as my only Savior. If there is anything the history of human religion tells us is that people seek to earn their way to heaven, there is, this is such a basic human desire because God created us with eternity in mind. But Jesus comes to satisfy our hunger and thirsty for righteousness because he's our bread of life. That's, if we have that bread, we don't need nothing else. So if you wake up tomorrow and you start your day and and, and and you start to see, okay, I have a few challenges. The first thing that you remember, okay, I need my bread of life first. With my bread of life, I know I can face the weak. I will ask the people from worship. if Thank you. so now we are going to prepare for uh we're going to prepare for communion uh so the people that is in charge of the communion if if you can come so as as you know jesus said in he was in 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 the last supper with with his disciples and they were eating and he said he took the bread and and he said to eat the bread every time in his name and eat the Eat the wine also, that rep- that so the bread represents the body, and the wine represents uh, his blood, and that we have to do this every time until he will come back. And uh, I will ask you if you can stand up, please. Uh, so we're going to prepare. The way we do it is we dip the bread into the uh, into the into the glass, and and then. Um, and then we just eat it. Um, what I will ask you, please, if you can close your eyes now. What I will ask you is when, when you are walking to be part of, of, of Jesus, everybody's welcome to participate. When you are walking to, to, to take the bread, think about what we're talking. Think about how is our relationship with God. Are we putting the spiritual bread over the physical bread? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you because we have always a space in your table, Father. Thank you because we're always welcome in your table. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the cross, Father. Let's participate.